Fear breaks nature's rules because the closer you get to it, the smaller it becomes. Just like the bully in the playground, the moment that you confront fear, it begins to wither away. It holds more power in your mind than in reality. The interesting thing about fear is that the more you confront it and the more you defeat it, the more confidence you build and the less fear you hold inside you. I suppose the underlying foundation of fear is not knowing where this will end. It's the fear of the unknown of the future. What are the different scenarios that might evolve and unfold into the future? What will be the unintended consequences that come from these scenarios? For me, the concept of confronting your fears is about controlling your fears. For when you feel you are in control, when you take control, there is less to be fearful of. I cannot sit here and say that I have never feared or that I will not fear again. But what I have learned on my entrepreneurial journey is that every time I confront my fear, the outcome is never as I had anticipated in my mind. It is always far bigger in my mind than in reality. Our fear as entrepreneurs predominantly revolves around loss and confrontation. Loss of a client, loss of an employee, loss of a contract, loss of money, or confrontation. Confrontation with a client, confrontation with an employee, confrontation with a partner, and sometimes even confrontation with yourself. When you understand that fear is predominantly the fear of loss and the fear of confrontation, you have two containers in which to control it, two containers in which to master it. When it comes to the container containing loss, a great strategy that I was taught was to assume you have lost it already and then act in that way. When it comes to the confrontation container, it's about the deep knowledge that that confrontation is going to happen at some point, now or in the future, and that the likelihood of it being more controllable at this point has a better outcome than having that confrontation in the future. The technique to use with a confrontation container is to understand confrontation is about boundaries and boundary setting and understanding. If one can avoid a confrontation, of course that is better, but only if there is mutual understanding, only if boundaries are respected. Confrontations are a healthy part of our entrepreneurial journey. I recently had a situation with a client where I was asked to cross an ethical line in order to ensure that they did not fall foul of the law. I found myself in a meeting with the company lawyer, the CEO, the financial director, and a number of other heavyweights. This felt like a Western showdown. On one side of the table, the 10 heavyweights, and on the other side of the table, me. I offered my understanding, but stood my ground and refused to cross the line. I offered to be creative in trying to solve the problem, but on condition that I never crossed the line. 
This dance evoked tremendous anger in my client's team. There were threats to sue us, threats to take away their business, and threats to even destroy our reputation. But I did not wilt. I stood strong and firm to my principles, offering all sorts of alternatives that did not compromise my principles. After two such meetings, we came up with a solution that met my boundaries and their requirements. Just one month later, it was time for renewal, and in my wildest dreams, I never anticipated that they would renew the account. Not only did they renew the account, they increased the budget. I called up the CEO and asked him, in a very surprised tone, why he had done so, when our two previous experiences together were so combative. There was a pause. I heard the smile in his voice and he responded, I really enjoyed arm wrestling with you. You are a man of integrity and that's who we like to work with. In this instance, I suppose, I was more afraid of losing my moral compass than losing money. Fear is like a bully. If I confront it, it will wither away.